Ellison Salazar, Garage and Body Shop. At Ellison Salazar, customer satisfaction is our main concern. For a tune-up or major body work, Central Texans have trusted Ellison Salazar for over 55 years. Ellison Salazar, hail damage specialist, smoothing out life's dents and bumps. Bigger small for you and your car. Now at three locations, south at 4501 South Congress, north at 8808 Research Boulevard, and new northwest location at 8425 Anderson Mill Road. Road. Call 444-5555. That's 444-5555. Ellison Salazar. Fixing your auto problems and needs with a happy face and the best professional touch. From inspiration to insurance and protection, all for serving the Lord Jesus. We all need insurance. Why not work with an agent that understands the biblical principle of protection and risk management to ensure your family's future? Ray and Justin Garner are Christian business professionals who will put a Christian perspective on your insurance and inspiration needs. For auto, home, life, business, health, boat, motorcycle, RV, and dental, and church protection needs, Ray, Justin, and Luana can be reached at 626-4880 or 986-4944 for church protection, personal protection, and business protection. Ray and Justin are independent Texas businessmen that have dedicated their lives and business to the advancement of spreading the gospel of Jesus Christ through Austin Triad Ministries. Call Ray Garner Insurance Agency and ask for Ray at 626-4880 or Justin at 986-4944. George Christensen and his family at Casa Mechanical Services are longtime friends and sponsors for Love Talk, Love Walk. These Casa friends are professionals with more than 40 years' experience in providing heating, air conditioning, plumbing, and electrical services in the Austin area. If your heating isn't heating, your cooling isn't cooling, or your drains aren't draining, well, then you need to call our friends at Casa at 334-7300. They provide sales and service on all major brands from professionals you can trust. So big jobs or little jobs, it doesn't matter. Call CASA at 334-7300. Stay tuned for Evelyn Davidson and guest Reverend Linda Chandler. Love talking today about who will roll away the stone. Thank you, Gavin. This is Evelyn in the studio of today's Christian Talk, 1120 on the dial, the bridge, broadcasting from the beautiful city of Austin, Texas. I want to welcome you that are listening today. Some of you are probably new uh, to this time frame. We moved about uh, four weeks ago from having broadcast on Saturday mornings uh, for 32 years to an afternoon program, and then we repeat our program on Sunday. So we want to welcome you and let you know how to get in touch with us. You can call us on our love line at 512-249-6535. Today, I have a very special guest, a longtime friend. We're going to be talking about life and love talking about stones. You know, sometimes stones are thrown at us and at the cross but there is a real special period of time that God did a miraculous thing when he rolled away a stone. And we're going to talk about that today. For his, his plan is life. And he alone opens the gates of love and redemption and connects us to his heart. And so our guest today is Reverend Linda Chandler. She's from Host Ministries and often Reverend Church. Her husband, Gary, is superintendent of Copeland Schools. And they both both of them serve on our NDP leadership board for the Capitol area. She is a co-author of our book, Praying and Praising Across Texas, and author of a new book called Gates of Redemption. Welcome, Linda. 
Oh, I'm so glad to be here, everyone. It's always a fun day to be with you. We have such a good time together. Well, you know, I just get so excited when it's time to talk about the things that we have the opportunity and the privilege to talk about here on Love Talk. And, I, and you know, we've come off of spring break and Easter, and that's still mm-hmm. really high profile on our hearts. Uh, how, how was your spring break? Well, it was really nice. I actually traveled out of Austin and I went to Oregon. But, you know, while I'm there, I'm always looking for the people of God. And, and I was greatly encouraged, met some young people who are turning their lives around. And, and so that was always a wonderful thing. It was a beautiful time. I've never been to Oregon before. But I was glad to be back home in Texas. And I am very glad I live in Texas. Oh, you know, I, I just tell Van all the time, you know, it is a miracle that we were born in America. Absolutely. And that we were born in Texas. Absolutely. You and, know, us Texans, we just and we live in a country. Exactly. <laughs> of you our know, own. It, when you look at it, it it is a great privilege, and we are honored to serve here. A lot of things are stirring in Austin we're going to be talking about today. And, yes. you know, um, it is so easy for us to get discouraged uh, uh, in given periods of time, and we're going to play Playback Thursday or Playback Friday uh, today as we talk about stones. You know, stones in our life are can be good. They can be good, but they also can be an obstacle in our pathway. And that's so difficult for us because we think, well, here's this big, huge uh, challenge I have, and I don't know what to do with it. And I've, you know, maybe you you think you've prayed or you've mm-hmm. discussed it with other people, but this just this this stone, this challenge, is just right there, and you're just asking, you know, how do I get this out of my life? Right. How can I keep it from blocking my forward motion, the things that mm-hmm. I want to do? Yeah. Well, sometimes wall, stones become a wall, but sometimes they become stepping stones. If you remember when the Hebrew children came out of desert and they crossed that sea, God told them to lay out the stones before them. Absolutely. And, and that gave them direction. So, but basically what we're going to look at today is rolling away the stones in our life. Uh, and we're, one of the things that, that we've learned from scripture that is so vivid is how God, through the old covenant that he had made with Abraham, yes. when he told Abraham, I'll make you the father of a great nation. Yes. And you're going to have children and ancestors, as many as the grains of sand on the seashore. And, and Abraham, we look at that whole history of life in the old covenant. But, you know, there was a prophet named Ezekiel mm-hmm. who got so discouraged and so depressed because everywhere he walked, there was a wall of stones that he couldn't get past. And the people couldn't get past because they had built those between them and God. That's exactly right. He's one of my very favorite. Mm-hmm. And he was in a time that is not unlike what we are in today. I mean, he was just like, Lord, I don't know how to reach these people. They had just disobeyed and, mm-hmm. and done things their own way and didn't want to take any kind of, you know, didn't want to do yeah. God's order. And so, there was an enemy that came in and literally took them off into captivity mm-hmm. and took them away from all that they knew and really the blessings of God. Yeah. And Ezekiel was crying out to God, what would you have me do? How can I bring correction? Yeah. How can I give direction to mm-hmm. these people? Well, you know, as he cried out to God, God, he consoled him and he said, listen, I'll tell you a little secret, Ezekiel. There's going to come a day. When I'm going to take out their cold, stony mm-hmm. hearts and put in a brand new heart. What was he talking about, Linda? 
Well, I think he's talking about that. When we we get ourselves so calloused from our hurts or disappointments or things like that, that we literally, just like when somebody, a person has a heart attack because their heart is calcifying, and it can cause a death. Mm-hmm. It can even cause you unto death. I mean, that's what they talk about the widowmaker. It's because there's calcification of your heart. And that's the same thing spiritually. So their hearts have become like stone. I can't even get through to them anymore. Mm-hmm. But I, God was saying it, I'm going to do something about this. I'm going to remove that stony heart and I'm going to give them a new spirit and a new way to understand me. In other words, he was going to kind of do some little heart surgery there. Yeah. How did he do? What did he do, Linda? Well, he, number one, you know, he brings voices to hear us and to to ask the questions. Uh-huh. Who's going to roll the stone? Who's going to change this heart? And, and, and God keeps saying, I'm going to do it, but they've got to turn to me. They've got to repent. They've got to turn back and say, you know what? I don't want this life anymore. I don't want to go this uh-huh. way. You know, this too big of an obstacle. There's just, it's done me no good. And then they're going to return and say, you know what, Lord, help me. Mm-hmm. Extend out their hands. Just like when you go to the doctor and say, you know what, my, I'm going to have a heart attack. I need you to do something. Open heart surgery, whatever yeah. it is. And he, and he said, and then if they'll obey my statues and obey my commands, that mm-hmm. shows me mm-hmm. that that new spirit that I've, I'm ready and willing to give to them is there. Well, you know, he had made a promise originally to Abraham that there'd come a time when uh, the seed of his life would become like the sands on the seashore, as we said. Mm -hmm. And all the prophets, including Ezekiel, had a picture that God was going to send us the help. And the help came in the person of Jesus Christ. Absolutely. He's the one that can do the heart surgery. He's the one that can carve out that stoniness of our heart by our faith and our trust in him. And he's also that it's not just about obeying his statutes, but getting rid of all the stuff that has blinded you or put a veil over your eyes. Or if it's because you were following, you're you're self-absorbed. It's like eating the wrong food will cause you to have a heart problem. You know, and you're saying, I don't want that anymore. You know, when you look at it and look at the plan of God, under the old covenant was law, and God gave the Hebrew children the law. And he, he's, there's just so many things in law that, you know, you won't steal, take from your brother things that are not yours. You won't kill, thou shalt not kill. All of these things were the guidelines for them to come before the altar of God and make, you know, repentance and, and sacrifices for, for, the, for the sins. And it is sin. Well, sin is missing that mark that God lays out for us, the blessing. God wants us to have the blessing and to walk in his ways, but he's going to show us what the boundaries are. If you want to be outside the boundary of his safekeeping, then that is your choice. But if you're in the boundary, then he is more able to, number one, give you the help. Mm-hmm. And to uh, uh, and there's blessings a lot of times that comes with the help. But we don't just do it for the blessings. We do it because like as an obedient child, because it's healthful living for us. Well, that is so true, Linda. And we build a wall, and sometimes those the wall is the stones that we choose to build, you know, mm-hmm. plant our life on. And I want us to talk about those heart stones and, and the progression of how God provided uh, the the answer to the issue of life that 
that Ezekiel talked about when he said, I'm going to take out their cold, stony hearts and put in a brand new heart. And, of course, we, you know, it came, the answer to us came through Jesus. And let's run through that a little bit. Well, I think that as we run through that, what we're talking about is that, number one, first we have to realize that there is help there. There is a way. And so you turn to the help and and you, you put your faith and your trust in that. You know, it, it, does this, it does you no good if you don't have faith or trust. Mm-hmm. Faith is the beginning of a belief system. People mm-hmm. go to the doctor because they believe the doctor right. can help them. So you go to Jesus with that, but the beginning of, you know what, just I'm going to open my heart up to you. I, I want you to be there. And then I, you just pour out that heart then mm-hmm. to him. And you know, as as you do that, uh, we've had we've built up these walls between us and the Lord Jesus. When we get to thinking, you know, I can do this on my own. And when Jesus was crucified, and he they put him in 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 the tomb, mm-hmm. uh, there was a, a huge stone that was placed in in the, in the front of that tomb. Exactly, because really and truly, the powers to be of that day did not they. They didn't even want his disciples thinking in human terms to come and steal his body mm-hmm. and then say, because there was this, you know, this, this rumor around that he was going to rise from the dead. And um, that's what is so interesting. So the obstacle was this huge stone that was there. Mm-hmm. And um, we have that, that picture of the women going on that day. And they're asking themselves, who is going to roll away this stone? They were coming only to anoint his body. All they knew was the death experience mm-hmm. and that they wanted to honor him and care for him and anoint him. And so they have this whole thing going on before they get there. Who's going to roll away this stone? And they got there. The stone had been rolled away and the the tomb, the tomb was empty. Exactly. And they were puzzled. Exactly. Um, at, at, at that moment, it was just like they were like, what? But that's how God operates. He operates in the supernatural and yeah. not the natural. And, you know, that is so exciting that women were the ones that went to tend to him to do the customary things. But they they went believing, Linda, because they knew the stone was there, that God was going to do something. He did. We we're going to talk about that when we come back right after this. Stay with us for Love Talk. Ellison Salazar, Garage and Body Shop. At Ellison Salazar, customer satisfaction is our main concern. For a tune-up or major body work, Central Texans have trusted Ellison Salazar for over 55 years. Ellison Salazar. Hail damage specialists, smoothing out life's dents and bumps. Big or small for you and your car. Now at three locations, south at 4501 South Congress, north at 8808 Research Boulevard, and new northwest location at 8425 Anderson Mill Road. Call 444-5555. That's 444-5555. Ellison Salazar. Fixing your auto problems and needs with a happy face and the best professional touch. From inspiration to insurance and protection, all for serving the Lord Jesus. We all need insurance. Why not work with an agent that understands the biblical principle of protection and risk management to ensure your family's future? Ray and Justin Garner are Christian business professionals who will put a Christian perspective on your insurance and inspiration needs. For auto, home, life, business, health, boat, motorcycle, RV, and dental, and church protection needs, Ray, Justin, and Luana 
can be reached at 626-4880 or 986-4944 for church protection, personal protection, and business protection. Ray and Justin are independent Texas businessmen that have dedicated their lives and business to the advancement of spreading the gospel of Jesus Christ through Austin Triad Ministries. Call Ray Garner Insurance Agency and ask for Ray at 626-4880 or Justin at 986-4944. Hi, this is Steve Washburn, pastor at First Baptist Church, Pflugerville. We're the ones who just built that beautiful new 33,000-square-foot worship center there on Pecan Street, just as Jenner Town. Say, listen, if you're looking for a church home, I wish you'd come check us out. Lots of other folks sure are. We're one of the fastest-growing fellowships in the Austin area. We're trying our best to offer something for everyone. No matter what your situation in life, you'll find good friends here. I know I'm biased, but I believe we have some of the most uplifting worship services you'll find anywhere. Many of you are familiar with Tom Cotter and his praise band, By Design. We're fortunate to have them leading our modern worship experience at the 11 o'clock hour on Sunday mornings. That's our largest and fastest-growing group. But I'm also excited about something new we're trying in our 9 o'clock hour. Daniel Reclue is one of the area's most gifted choral directors, and he has reinvented one of the only genuinely traditional worship services in the area for those of you who are boomers and long to return to the joyful worship of your youth. Listen, Google us at First Baptist Pflugerville and come see us. Stay tuned for Evelyn Davison and guest Reverend Linda Chandler. Love talking today about who will roll away the stone. Thank you, Gavin, and thank you to all those uh, wonderful sponsors, Linda, that make it possible for us to be here. And, uh, you know, it is exciting that we have this opportunity to talk about uh, in a Throwback Thursday or Throwback Sunday, and we're going to cover some pretty hard stuff today later. But I want us to talk first about the stones that we have in our life today. What is it that we make? We allow, what are the stones that we need to roll away in our lives? Well, a stone is anything that blocks your path or blocks your forward motion and what you're attempting to do, whether it's in your um, uh, married life, single life, whether it's in your work life, your church life. There are obstacles that that literally hinder forward motion, and it, they, they make us become perplexed in how we're supposed to handle, get around it, get over it. And a lot of times then that leads to the anxiety we see in our lives um, because we get really stressed out. These stones also, when it, it's been there for quite some time, um, can produce doubt, confusion, depression, stress. They steal your hope. It's things that steal mm-hmm. your hope and your courage. Um, it can be a divorce. It can be a death. It can be, um, uh, you know, the boss just not liking who you are. Um, it can be a mistake you made back in a past that mm-hmm. keeps haunting you. But you need to realize that if a stone is blocking your path, it can also produce huge new insights. Mm-hmm. I have a quote from Charles Stanley that just really kind of rocked my world. I had to really have been thinking about this. Um, and it was from a devotional I did last week um, in one of his um, devotional books. And it's, he said this, in life, we enjoy a level path, sustained commitment, and favorable conditions. Adversity disrupts our controlled, and listen to the word, controlled environment. We rise and fall on a doctor's report, sink and soar on the response to our resumes, Affliction barges into our ordered 
world, overturning our carefully tailored plans. And the intrusion of that difficulty cultivates a ripe climate, though, he says, for spiritual growth. When bad things happen, we cry out to God. Crying out to God admits our helplessness and weakness and confesses our dependence on him. Confesses our dependence on him. You know, that's what the women at the, at the, at the tomb did. Well, exactly. When they came across this dilemma, and I, I truly don't know that they even really realized resurrection was going to happen. They just wanted to anoint and honor by their rituals, by the, mm-hmm. what their learned behaviors were, to honor the dead, and certainly this one that was their beloved. I think they were probably very crushed and still in mm-hmm. grief. But they had this dilemma. Who's going to roll away this stone? I, we won't even be able to do what we're supposed to do. And God was already there ahead of them and supernaturally did it. And with a messenger there to tell him, this is for your greatest thing. Life has become available to you today. Go and tell. Go and tell. And what they did is run immediately mm-hmm. to the disciples. And, and it was a shock to everybody. Of course it was. And that's what Charles Stanley's talking about, the adversity. What we think that we're not going to be able to get around or do is going to pre- present a whole new growth spurt for us, a whole new way. So we can almost just, we, we ask the question, who's going to roll it away? But I'm giving you the answer today. Mm-hmm. It is God who does it. But we have to realize that and be even like the Israelites that were in Ezekiel's day when they cried out and were saying, you know, why are we in Babylon? Why are we been captured by the enemy? Why is this happening to us? Our children are being destroyed. Why, why, why? And it was Ezekiel's duty to tell him, mm-hmm. because you have been self-absorbed. Mm-hmm. You have not depended upon God in his ways. It's the same thing he's telling America today. You know, when you look at where we are in America, Linda, and we see how uh, just in, I would say, in the course of 10 years, how this nation has lost their faith in God. Have, have thrown away their rope of hope in large, I mean, in, in the greater dimension. That doesn't, uh, mean that as Christians, we've, we've done that necessarily. But well, the world is full of people that have no hope. Well, exactly, because and, they're, but I think too, it goes back, we have been set apart to be different than the world. We have been set apart to do exactly what we're doing, being on the radio and encouraging people. Mm-hmm. You don't have to go to all this other stuff. We have a God that we serve, so it'll be there. I'm going to tell you, I want to bring this in right now. Last night, I'm watching a very um, uh, famous TV show. It's called The Voice, uh, where they sing. And uh, one of the young girls chose a song. I've never heard it. Um, uh, I don't listen to that kind of pop music right now. But it was about we are the new Americanas, and it was like we get high on legalized marijuana. That was one of the lyrics of the song, and I was like, we just are looking for nirvana, which nirvana is just a it's a word, you know, for for that which they, you expect to be. It's, exactly. it's not a reality. It's what no, you expect. No, and, and it's and it doesn't take care of heaven, and it doesn't do. Mm. And it's just like I looked at the song as like. How sad. Uh, That's what we have come to. Yes. And, and and she was happily singing it because she has no idea 
that there's a God out there that has such a much better way. You know, the, the one of the best examples of this uh, in a throwing stones was when the young woman was caught in adultery. Mm-hmm. And the leaders, the religious leaders, brought her to Jesus and told him what to do with her. And he intervened. Absolutely. But uh, the whole purpose of that is, let's, you know, why was she in adultery? Why does this girl want to get high on marijuana? Because they're substituting those things for God in that, that they, where is God? He's not out there. There's a veil over their eyes. So you substitute other things. Adultery is strictly like whatever's not working in your marriage, you go try to find your happiness mm-hmm. somewhere else. So it's not like it's the biggest sin in the world, but it still was sin because God was showing them Absolutely. that it wrecks relationships. Mm-hmm. That if you, you know, could do adultery and, and so she's caught and by law, yes. by their law, she was to be stoned to death. And it was also a test for Jesus. Was he gonna, was he gonna, you uh-huh. know, not follow the law? And, but Jesus had said, I did not come to abolish it, but I came to fulfill it. Really? And how did he fulfill it? He had, he had to open their eyes to choose life. Uh-huh. And so he simply just asked a question. Whoever has not sinned, yeah. you cast that first stone. Who has not sinned, you cast that first stone. But you know, he leaned over and wrote something in the sand. And all my life I have wondered what it was that Jesus said when he wrote in the sand. But you know, when you think about that as, as, I mean, you, you equate that to today, that's what we're doing in America, Linda. Mm-hmm. We, the law in our land has become so polluted that it does not work in God's plan. And we had, and we're going to talk about some of that uh, after we take our break. But when we look, at the answer that Jesus had compared to what the law had, mm-hmm. what the lawyers had. And one of the things that they had done to a great extent was just change it to suit their purposes. Well, and that's what happens with law. You make a law upon a law upon a law, and soon you don't even remember why you were making all those laws. They're like procedures. And so Jesus, what he was doing was to remove that veil from mm-hmm. their eyes, say, if somebody, if everybody here is sinless, mm-hmm. then, you know, you let, have we'll, right ha- we'll have a right to that. do this. And he made them look inward. That's what we've all got to do. Where have we contributed Christians alike, where have we contributed to the problems that we're having today? Let's not point the finger except for back at ourselves and say, Lord, what can I do different? Yeah. And that's, I think, the choice that that Jesus even gives us today. We can choose that old life of sin and go the old way and throw stones, build walls, do all those things that, that are between us and him in our relationship with him. Or we can open up. And allow him to begin to speak truth to us. We're going to talk about that and about how we're doing that in America today. We're living in a very serious time in America today. And especially Austin, Texas, as we talk about what God's called us to do and to be during times like these. Right after we stay with us, please. Day after day, we are constantly hearing about how bad everything is. Isn't it about time to hear about what's right and good? Isn't it time for some good news? If your answers are yes, then you need the Good News Journal. The Good News Journal is published by KTXW's own Evelyn Davidson. 
and is packed with news and information about the good things that are happening. With a healthy dose of hope, happiness, and humor, the Good News Journal is distributed free throughout Central Texas at hundreds of locations, including Walmart, Popeye Chicken, Central Market, Bob Bullock Museum, libraries, churches, and other locations. And did we say the Good News Journal is free? For advertising information or to have an article published, call Good News Journal at 249-6535. The Good News Journal is an inspirational, patriotic journal published bi-monthly to bring you God's good news. The Good News Journal, 249-6535, or read it online at thegoodnewsjournal.net. Tim Smith Landscaping. Wow, these guys know what they're doing. Tim Smith has been taking care of landscaping since he was knee-high to a yucca. And they can come to your house and turn a yucky-looking yard into a show place. Take a drab, boring commercial or residential piece of property and turn it into a place that you'll be proud to call home or proud to call your business. There's simply no better choice for landscaping than Tim Smith. 512-848-0659 or 512-258-0093 or www.timsmithlandscaping.com. George Christensen and his family at Casa Mechanical Services are longtime friends and sponsors for Love Talk, Love Walk. These Casa friends are professionals with more than 40 years' experience in providing heating, air conditioning, plumbing, and electrical services in the Austin area. If your heating isn't heating, your cooling isn't cooling, or your drains aren't draining, well, then you need to call our friends at CASA at 334-7300. They provide sales and service on all major brands from professionals you can trust. So big jobs or little jobs, it doesn't matter. Call CASA at 334-7300. Stay tuned for Evelyn Davison and guest Reverend Linda Chandler. Love talking today about who will roll away the stone. Thank you, Gavin, and thank you to all those wonderful sponsors that uh, make it possible for us to be here in Love Talk, and we are in our 32nd year of doing that in the Austin area, and in the studio today is my guest, Linda Chandler. Linda is is a pastor of a, a local church, uh, the Austin Brethren Church, with her husband, Gary, who leads worship, and uh, we're talking today about what it is in life, individually, and privately, the walls that we have built between ourselves and what it is God's called us to be and to do in this nation. And apart from the walls that we've built up, uh, we let, we serve under a government today that has just really raped the laws of our land in so many ways. And uh, even with the Constitution that has now become uh, almost invalid to some of the judges that we have, but just uh, recently, Linda, on Easter Sunday, we got a blast yes. of exactly what we're talking about yes. with an, a, a full-page article or a full-page ad that was in the Austin American Statesman. And it's a wake-up call for us. So let's talk about what the people who do not believe in Jesus think about life. Well, I think what what we're we're trying to say here too is, and that's part of the whole thing, is because when we're surrounded by unbelief, it easily flows into some of us, and it can even uh, distract or compromise the Christians today because we begin to think, well, you know, it's not politically correct or it's not whatever. Well, you know what? It wasn't politically correct for those women to go out and say, Jesus is alive. He's risen again. And, and, you know, we have new life and all of this, but yet they were to go and tell. 
So today we're going to take this article that appeared on Easter Sunday, the very day that we say this well of salvation has been opened. It's been opened for all of us. The garden tomb was exposed as a well of salvation, a well of life, not just ordinary life, but eternal life. And it is up to us who believe to stand under God's power and authority when we're attacked. And this article is a, shows the Bible laying down. Um, you can look at it in the Austin American Statesman on Sunday, March 27th. It's actually on page A11. I have it in here before me. And it's a picture with of the Bible, and across it it says, what does the Bible really say about abortion? And then underneath that, in bigger letters, it says, there's no biblical justification for the assault on women's reproductive rights. And it begins to cite biblical references. Now, I'm going to tell you, I I am a local pastor and um, love the Old Testament. That's where I did most of my scholarly work when I got my three degrees. And I'm only saying that is because I I can do the intellectual thing if I need to. And so I began to look up these passages and what they were saying, um, and they're entirely out of context. They have taken every one of these passages um, and taken them out of context. Uh, For um, instance, they said, um, God will rip open pregnant mothers-to-be, 2 Kings 8.12. Well, they never said God was going to do it. If you look at Second Kings eight twelve, it says that was not God, but it was the enemy of Israel, Hazel, who was not even Israelite. He was going to come in, and because of what had been done, he would be to take over in power. God was speaking through a prophet to tell the people what was going to happen, that the pregnant mothers would be ripped open by the enemy, not by God. And so just it's just example after example uh, of, of these different things um, that even in an, another one were named an Israelite king. Uh, what was his name? A minute. Minahem. Yeah, mm-hmm. That he would rip open pregnant women in Second Kings fifteen sixteen. Well, that's also in the passage where these kings did evil in the sight of the Lord. And that they did these evil things, and it was the enemy, it was the one going against God. So let's, you know, if we're going to quote the Bible, let's uh, do the proper scholarly work and put it into context. And so I think that we're trying to tell people, you, you need to be looking at everything all around you, and who is going to stand, stand in this hour for God and no. who God is. And because he's standing for us. Yes, if you take this ad, and it probably costs them $15,000 to run it. It's run by the um, Freedom from Religion Foundation. Mm-hmm. Um, we have, through the years, encountered many different uh, battles with them, especially at the Capitol. Uh, and they have a right, you know, to express Absolutely, their belief. The Absolutely. But, but we ta- have a right to respond and to, for them to take it out of context mm-hmm. to the point they have, it is blasphemy, number one. There is not one word of truth in any of these scriptures. And if you've not, 
you've not read it, uh, we are preparing an ad, and it probably would be in the stations by now, from some of the major pastors, and you're going to be one of those, Linda, that are going to answer this. This is a wall that's being built up between who God says we are. It is a wall of stones. Well, I think it's a stone to put it over the tomb of life. Mm-hmm. I think it is so that we say, you know what? There's nothing to God. There's nothing to all of this. You know what? This is as good as you get. And just stay on yourself, depend upon yourself, and feed off of other people or whatever. But this is as good as it gets. That's the lie. And that's to discourage us and to say there's nothing to God out there. And it's just so out of context. Well, basically what they're saying is God is evil. Exactly. Yes, they are. They are. They're they're saying that, and then the women um, that you know uh, that w- they're being misled, and this this whole thing about uh, abortion and all of that. You know what? All we are ever saying is we're trying to educate people mm-hmm. to choose life, She's life. because God is a life giving God. Mm-hmm. That's what He blessed us from the very first moment that He put breath into our nostrils. Mm-hmm. He has He has said, I. You are my beloved creation. I I want you with me always. It was our disobedience of not wanting to follow his ways mm-hmm. that sent us into the death experience. But if you look at how the Bible is divided, and, and I don't mean a division that is not connected. I mean, it's just an old thing and a new thing. Exactly. The old covenant was the result of what God made as a promise to Abraham. Well, it was how he began to tell his story, Evelyn. That's the whole thing. Mm-hmm. He chose a group of people, and he said, "I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to show you my story." And if you look at the Bible, hey, I am willing to say there were there were people in there mm-hmm. exactly like us. They did. I've had people say, "Well, those are just a lot of evil people. They cheated. They did adultery mm-hmm. and everything." Well, praise God, because then God showed you when they turned to Him what He could do with their character. Yeah. So as as we mentioned Ezekiel earlier, God always had a messenger. Absolutely. And you know what Ezekiel's name means? God is strength. Mm-hmm. He's our strength. He's the one that we look to. He's the only one that can get us out of all of this stuff. But he was not the only one. God raised up oh, with no. each generation a prophet. Uh, a prophet, a man of the word, a man of the cloth, to spend time with God. Mm-hmm. Serving him, seeking him to be a messenger mm-hmm. for the people of the day. Mm-hmm. And the, one of the things that the Hebrew children mistakes they made was they looked at the countries around them and they decided they wanted to be like Syria. Exactly. Or like whoever was around them. And then they would intermarry and it just kind of get watered down. And then it would be because a lot of those countries and paganism, you, you, what we say when you're doing it without God Mm -hmm. or a multitude of gods that you have to preach, you just go to your base desires Mm -hmm. and you just, you, because that's what life is all about is it's me, myself and I. Mm -hmm. And and they got compromised by that. With each generation, God would raise up a leader. Mm-hmm. And that went on until the time that Jesus himself came as a representative of God's plan. And it says so, Jesus said, "I." in John 1, 1, it says, in the beginning was the word. And who is the word? The word is Jesus. Jesus. 
But in the it, beginning was the Word. The Word was uh, with God, and the Word was God. God. Yes. And the Word brought life. Right. So, you know, and that goes back to the time in the garden. Yes. When Adam and Eve did exactly what you and I do every day. We chose a sin instead of well, the way God chose. we chose to disobey. Yes. But he's saying, I'm going to correct that. Let me give you the blessings now. Stop living under the curse of that. Mm-hmm. God wants to throw it away. He doesn't want to remember it. Mm-hmm. He wants us in relationship with him. He's a loving God. Well, he allowed leaders to do a lot of things that were criminal and were ungodly. And it's a leader does that, so do the people. Absolutely. And because when, we're in free will. We're, we are in that same situation in America today. And that's one of the things that we have got to address with this, this article or this ad. They probably paid $15,000 for that ad. I'm, I'm guessing. But we have got to answer this because this is a blatant charge against God himself. Absolutely. And that's why we're here. We're messengers of the good news of Christ. Absolutely. When we look at that, Linda, and we look at the promise that God made to Abraham, which is the father of, of the of the nation of Israel, Judah and Israel, God promised him some things, and he's making those same promises to us today. And this is what Jesus said, if you will, then I will. He told that to Solomon. God said, if you will do this, then I will do this. Absolutely. And that's what we're hanging on in America today. That's why we're getting ready for two major, major events that are coming up. One is the uh, decision America tour with Franklin Graham. And Franklin um, has become very, very verbal during this particular time of preparing for an election about how it is that Christians... True believers, stop listening to the political talk and begin to listen to God. Absolutely. And, 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 and take back in a way, we're not going to try to make anybody have to do it this way, but to educate people properly about who God is and what his expectations are. And for all of us to rise up and speak with um, not hate, but just with the authority of God Words that of says, I love my people. I just don't love the sin because right. it keeps them far from me. Right. One of the things that uh, we are working on in regard to Franklin is that uh, we, uh, we're going to be running some buses from Leanda area, uh, from the Pflugerville area. And if you're interested in knowing something about that, you can call our love line at 512-249-6535, Just recently for the the Easter Good Friday service, there were approximately 16,000 people at Frank Irwin Center that came together to praise God that we live in Austin and that we have an opportunity to serve the Lord Jesus here. And so you can go to the website for that. It is www.decisionamericatour.com and get the information. Uh, It will be on Tuesday, April the 26th at noon at the Capitol. And there will be a lot of different ways you can get in. You know, you can go the train if you're out in, uh, in Leander. Leander, catch the train and walk four or five blocks down to the Capitol. It's going to be an exciting time, and we really encourage you to participate in that because Franklin Graham is an Ezekiel for our day. Absolutely, and he's calling us in to just stand up for what we know, for what we believe, 
and 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 let the love of God pour, and that we would ourselves we're gonna we're gonna uh, identify with the sins of today and just say, you know what, Lord, please come and help us. Come and throw what you say in your word that you will throw our sins as far as the east is from the west. Yeah. But we want to repent of that and we want to be done of it. We want to come to the point that we recognize the stones that we're throwing against others, number one. Absolutely. It's like these stones have been thrown against us. And secondly, when we ought to be throwing out blessings and praise to God that we live in a time like this. It is time to take our break. Uh, Gavin, let's do that. We come back. We're going to talk about National Day of Prayer and how that part in our life is so important and what it is that you can do in your life to tear down the walls that you have between you and the Lord Jesus right after this. Hi, this is Steve Washburn, pastor at First Baptist Church, Pflugerville. We're the ones who just built that beautiful new 33,000 square foot worship center there on Pecan Street, just as Jenner Town. Say, listen, if you're looking for a church home, I wish you'd come check us out. Lots of other folks sure are. We're one of the fastest growing fellowships in the Austin area. We're trying our best to offer something for everyone. No matter what your situation in life, you'll find good friends here. I know I'm biased, but I believe we have some of the most uplifting worship services you'll find anywhere. Many of you are familiar with Tom Cotter and his praise band, By Design. We're fortunate to have them leading our modern worship experience at the 11 o'clock hour on Sunday mornings. That's our largest and fastest growing group. But I'm also excited about something new we're trying in our 9 o'clock hour. Daniel Reclue is one of the area's most gifted choral directors, and he has reinvented one of the only genuinely traditional worship services in the area for those of you who are boomers and long to return to the joyful worship of your youth. Listen, Google us at First Baptist Pflugerville and come see us. Was your website built by a programmer or a marketer? It makes a difference, a huge difference. Think, marketing is a local boutique ad agency that builds websites around you, your business, and your customers. This approach is Y-O-U-centric. Visit thinkmarketingtexas.com to learn more. That's thinkmarketingtexas.com. It won't cost you to sit down and find out how you can have a website that looks fantastic while making you money. Come on, isn't it time to update your website? thinkmarketingtexas.com. ThinkMarketingTexas.com Stay tuned for Evelyn Davidson and guest Reverend Linda Chandler. Love talking today about who will roll away the stone. Thank you, uh, Gavin, and thank you again to our wonderful sponsors. Um, we are excited that, that so many things are on our plate as we move into the next few weeks in the springtime. But today we're talking about how it is that when Jesus revealed himself, out of the death on the cross, out of the tomb where they had prepared him as a human, would rise again mm-hmm. and give us directions for living in times like we're living in today. And, you know, we've got to learn to trust the Lord, Linda, and wait on him, but move when he calls us to move. Well, absolutely. I think it, if we go back to, as we were talking about rolling the stone away, those women, they had that dilemma, who's going to roll the stone but they still went forward and just went towards the obstacle. And it, it's a walk of trust. It takes trust to follow and wait for God to move and repair. For them, you know, their whole life had been broken now because this one mm-hmm. that they saw, they didn't understand necessarily there was going to be a resurrection. They'd heard it, but they didn't really understand what it meant. But when they got there, their eyes were opened to this whole new spiritual dimension. And so we've got to get up. 
get out of our seats. You are saying get out of the stained glass windows and get off our pews and get out, especially if you're a person in church. Or if you're somebody that says, you know what, the church hadn't done anything, it's hurt me, it's done all this stuff wrong, well, then there are good Bible-believing places. Find one that just follows Jesus and teaches the Bible, the Word of God, that prays, and, and get with them because we've got to start standing up together. It, you know, Charles Stanley, again, I want to say this one. He gave another quote. He said, trusting God in the dark when you doubt and when you do not understand, when you are ready to crumble at any moment, Trusting God is the stamp of true faith. It rests on the faithfulness Mm -hmm. of God. You can trust him because he's trustworthy. Mm -hmm. You can depend on him because he's dependable. He wants to take our wounded hearts, and that's what causes sin. People are wounded. We build those walls around us with the stones that people throw at us or that we go gather and make our own walls. But you know what the big deal is, Linda, is we've got to see God. We've got to and say, you're faithful. I can trust you, Lord. Can you take this? I'm even, I'm, I'm asking him today, Lord, if we come and gather down at that, 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 the steps of our capital and we look to you and publicly say, Lord, we've, we've all had a part in this. Just like with the woman of adultery. We've all had a part, but we don't want to cast stones anymore. We don't want to throw, but would you come in? And have a mighty move of healing for us. Well, you know, we're going to do that at the Capitol. And mm-hmm. we're going to be praying that the eyes of our heart will see the heart of the Lord Jesus. As as Franklin Graham uh, presents a message of salvation, a message a message saying we've got to do three things. We've got to relate to the Father. We've got to react to the things that are around us. And we've got to report for duty and vote right. And so it's going to be a great rally. But apart from that, Linda, we have the governor's um, prayer, prayer breakfast. breakfast coming up. And Dr. John Hagee is going to be our speaker. And what's he going to be talking about? Wake up, America. America. I mean, and he, so that if you need encouragement, come out that morning. That is one of the best things. I remember the very first time I ever went, I had no idea. And to see a room full of Christians, and all I saw was love. I didn't see denominations. Mm-hmm. I didn't see anybody trying to outdo anybody. I just saw a humongous room gathered around. The governor there at that time, uh, when I first started going, was uh, Governor Perry. Mm-hmm. And, and, and then we have these people that pray for the centers of power. The speaker is always encouraging. I'm really excited. I've read uh, Dr. Hagee's things, The Red Moon Rising, mm-hmm. uh, The Three Heavens. You know, he's a, he's a great uh, a man of God, and I think that he's got things to say to us to encourage us. Well, we will be praying for the seven centers. We'll do that also at the Capitol on Thursday, May 4th, uh, May 5th. And we we would ask you to pray for our military event. We'll have it Count Mabry. That will be on Wednesday. And there's just so many things going on with the opportunity for every one of us to roll away the stones that we have in our life that are between us and the Lord Jesus and get on active duty, Linda. Well, I think it is, and I think absolutely that month of April mm-hmm. and the month of May, there, there's something going on even in our spiritual realm that God is just literally shaking his, like a father goes and shakes his child up. You know, wake up. Wake, wake up. up. It's time, time to get up. up. Go to work. Exactly. Go to school, whatever. That That's what the Holy Spirit of God is doing to us now. Mm-hmm. Wake up. Be encouraged. You're loved. You're a valuable part of my plan. I need you in this hour. I need you, just like those women, I need you mm-hmm. in this hour to go and tell, to stand up. 
or to be encouraged today. Fall, let let the things that have, have compromised you oh, or caused yes. you to sin, let them go. Just knock that wall down and get up exactly. and get out. And, and even the door closets to the prayer, prayer closet. Just, you know, and get you know out what? Of the it's sweeping across America. <clears throat> There's another one I know about. It won't be in. Te- it's not in Texas, but you know, on April the ninth, uh, Lou Engel, another total yes. man of God, he is calling all the young people out um, to um, Los Angeles for just to yes. seek the Lord and to ask Him, please forgive us, Lord, come. And I know some young people, literally, they're in their twenties. They have been doing a forty day mm-hmm. fast, and I'm just, whew. I am Blown so away. greatly encouraged by that. that they <laughs> well, would you know, it. one of the prayers that we have, and Paul said this to his congregation, when they looked at all the stones that were in their mm-hmm. way, stones, a wall of any kind that prevents you from being where the Lord Jesus wants you to be. He said, I pray the eyes of your heart will see God. Mm. The eyes of your heart will see God. We can look at all this stuff. We look at this terrible ad in the Statesman. breaks my heart. It made me literally ill when Van showed me I that ad. I remembered you told me that. Yes. Uh, but... It opened a door of opportunity for us to answer this. And in the next the obstacle absolute. was an opportunity to say what we believe, to show truth and to shine that. You know what? I pray for those that wrote the ad. I pray oh. for those that have a veil over their eyes and over their heart. Not unlike the temple veil that got torn and uh, apart when Jesus rose from the dead. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what he does. You know, I just have love for them, and I feel very sorry that they don't understand and love the scriptures like mm-hmm. I do. Yeah. Well, that's one of the reasons that we have the opportunities to do a lot of the things we do, Linda. Uh, for our hearts to see God, we are also broken, just like everybody Absolutely. else is. We're broken by the walls that we, you know, others build between us and him and even in our nation. And we've got to learn to trust him. That's what you had said earlier. Never give up. We cannot give up. We have got to move forward. But, you know, we can't do that unless we have the power to do it. Absolutely. And that's the greatest gift that God gives us. So let's let's look at what it is if we've got an unbeliever today or someone that's got a wall between them and God and see what God says first. He said, understand your love. <clears throat> How important is it for us to know we're loved by God? Well, because love is everything. God created us in love. He didn't create us to be little, you know, machines. And it, for God so loved the world. Look at that scripture. He loved the world. He loved you. He loved the, whoever's listening that he gave his one and only son that whoever believes in him should not perish yeah. but have that everlasting life. Well, he, we have to recognize that other people do fall short. They've got walls around them, and we, but we love them anyway. And we've got to respond by turning from sin in this nation if we're going to be used by God and put our faith solely in Jesus Christ the Lord and pray for salvation for our nation, for others. And I would say to you today, if you're not a Christian, and you've got a wall around your heart. The Lord Jesus can break that wall. He loves you. The first thing you have to do is admit that you're lost and that you live in sin apart from him. Secondly, is that you believe that he loves you. What he'll do in your life and my life is from love. And he loves us. God is love. That's what the scriptures say. And then the C is confess with your mouth and commit it with your life that you want to serve the Lord Jesus. If you need help in doing that, call us on the love line at 512-249-6535. Or, Linda, tell our friends how they can call you. And then you can call me at 512-203-7293. We want to encourage you. We want you to know, you know, 
I, I'm not a perfect person. I have been imperfect, but I know the perfect one who helps me when I get off path or, or need correction and direction. Jesus is there. You don't have to do this yourself. Mm-hmm. He is going to walk it with you and put others around you to encourage you and be with you. Well, you know, we want you to have that experience, and that's one of the reasons we come every Saturday and Sunday to present the love of the Lord Jesus because he says this, Linda, John ten ten, I have come that you might have life. I have come that you might have life. And if you are a Christian today and you just built walls around you and you feel like you, you can't even get above the ceiling in talking to the Lord, Second Chronicles 7.14 tells us what to do. He said, if you will confess your sin, turn from your wickedness, trust me, then I will hear you and I will heal your land. That's where we are in America today. Our land needs healing. So I would say to you again, if you need help in any way, give us a call on the love line, 512-249-6535, or go to our website and look up some of the archives at www.lovetalknetwork.com. In the meantime, I pray that this will be a wonderful week for you, and that as you think about the wall that you've built around your life, that you think Jesus cannot penetrate, look up and see him. He is the sunlight, S-O-N light of God's love and mercy and goodness and kindness. Have a wonderful week, and we'll love talk again next week.